0: Everybody, and welcome back to Need More Info, a podcast exploring the worlds of movies, video games, and TV shows. I'm your host, Nate, and it is lovely to see you all again here today. After a lovely, lovely treat of those double episode goodies, that's right, people, you just recently had your Thor Love and Thunder review and spoiler discussion. Hopefully, you enjoyed the movie and you loved our discussion on that because. It was an interesting uh it was an interesting talk to be honest we we only actually really wanted to go for about 10 minutes on the review and then maybe 20 minutes on the uh spoiler discussion and that turned into a long episode so you definitely got a treat out of that so yeah people obviously it's great to have you back here today i'd like to fa- welcome back returning hosts therks and james how are you guys doing today
1: hello pretty good thanks
0: i was gonna say since the one day i spoke to you how are you guys been
1: uh, good. I finally completed uh, Forza Horizon 5 and I'm now looking for new things to do with my life.
2: I don't really have a huge amount of updates. Uh, just chilling.
1: Chilling's good. And, uh, J- uh,
0: Fergus, you could say that you need uh, to put some drive in yourself to figure out something net- new. I had to do it. Sorry. Yep. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, shut up, Nate. Let's move on.
2: <laughs> I will, I will, actually, I will tell you what I am looking forward to uh, this evening is watching the new, the new episode of Better Call Saul because the final part of the last season of that is just starting to come out
0: and i'm gonna wait until it's finally out and then i'm gonna watch it all because i've seen maybe 10 minutes of the first episode i've not seen any of it so I, I know nothing i know that i know uh some characters come back uh in the show which is interesting uh i know they've I know some characters are changing as well, which is interesting. We'll also have a very small news topic relating to Better Call Saul a bit later on, which is quite fun. And I mean, wh- wh- who's the main actor that plays but uh, Saul Goodman? Bob Odenkirk. Bob Odenkirk. He is such an amazing actor. Yeah. So amazing. Like the fact he he could have played Michael Scott in the in the Office U.S. would was hilarious, and that's why he's in one of the Office episodes as like the 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 foe michael scott which i thought was great but yes people obviously you know if you've been here over the past few weeks we've been in a bit of a a superhero kick we've given you our top five superheroes of all time not just from marvel and dc and some interesting lists definitely came up there and then we gave as as i said before our thor love and thunder review and it was a very interesting one indeed and as i said people the internet has been very divisive about this movie like very divisive i know taika watiti has said he will come back for the movie, for Thor 5, only if Chris Hemsworth does, and maybe if they just do a $5 million road trip movie. I mean, okay, go go listen to our review and our spoiler discussion and come back with other points as well. We'll get into the contact details at the end. BS yes, people, obviously, you know, if you know here at NMI, we like to get into the news. We like to get into the topics. And this week, our topic, I'm handing over those hosting reigns to Fergus. And Fergus, do you want to give the people a little intro of what you're going to be doing today?
1: Yes, absolutely. Uh, Today, we will be talking about the phenomenon, the VTuber. Uh, I'm sure a lot of you over lockdown have been spending a lot of time on Twitch and YouTube. Have you seen these anime girls pop up uh, streaming games at you? I have not have you not i've <laughs> i've I've seen like i've seen
0: i mean i've seen these internet you know these steam dating sim games you know like boyfriend uh dungeon boyfriend or whatever you call them on steam or like you know these dating steam games and then i saw that i saw i, did, I have seen a few things in youtube about these like these characters like and then and then i'm thinking okay this is like
1: what is going on here like it's Mostly wholesome. We will get into it after the news fully, but um I feel this is a subject that does need to be explored because it has exploded recently and has a quite considerable fan base. Again, we will discuss further later, but it is quite something. Well, then we will
0: come back to that. So, people, obviously, that will be our main topic. I will be handing over the reins after the ad break to Fergus, which will be interesting because it will be Fergus's first episode in the hosting chair. So, let's uh, we'll give him a round of applause at the end of the episode when he does an excellent job for that. Right, people, we are now going to get into that news. We're going to get into that news. How how do you guys feel about that?
1: Yes, tell us, Nate, what has happened this week?
0: Oh, the news, people, the news. We're getting some lovely, lovely things coming out. Obviously, these guys, I've just uh, shown them a trailer for a movie called Day Shift. It's going to be starring Jamie Foxx, Dave Franco, Natasha Liu, Bordizzo, who's actually going to be playing Sabine Wren in the Ahsoka TV series, and good old Snoop Doggy Dog himself, or Snoop Lion, or whatever he's calling himself nowadays. Uh, this movie is about a blue-collar dad who provides for his family in the San Fernando Valley as a pool cleaner, but also he is sec- which is secretly a front for a union of vampire hunters. This is a comedy, like ac- uh, well, they say it's not a comedy, but it's described as an action film. But this looks like it has major comedy elements to it, and. Fergus, oh, James made a fair point before this podcast. It's like August. Oh, Fergus. Fergus made a fair point for this. Fergus, do you want to say why this film seems weird?
1: Yeah. So the premise is, or seems to be, all of the vampires moved to California, the sunniest place on earth, and are now being hunted by <laughs> the union who is now in California.
0: I mean, maybe, maybe got the, they got some of that Blade sunscreen, like, you know, uh, fa- 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 Factor V or something, I don't know, like... You know, it's, and it would
1: strike me as a very easy job just sort of lure them out into the sun job done
0: i mean i love the fact in that trailer that he uses a pillow to quieten a shotgun and then he kills a vampire and i'm like okay i mean to be fair the visual effects looked interesting uh, and it is coming out in august and to be honest with you, you know uh, i'm a big jamie fox fan he's an amazing actor i've not really seen snoop dogg in much dave franco is an amazing comedic actor but i'm really interested to see what this is obviously it's going to be on netflix on august 12th so uh yeah really looking forward to that jumping over to another streaming movie which is coming out in august which i've not seen a trailer for yet i've only heard snippets of this it is a movie called samaritan it is a upcoming american superhero movie directed by julius avery who's previously directed i'm just looking up his credits now son of gun and he directed the movie overlord if you've heard of that movie and he's it's starring sylvester stallone it's been produced by metro golden mayer um and balboa productions uh yeah it's a premise about a young boy comes to the realization that a famed superhero who was thought to have gone missing after an epic battle 20 years ago may still be in fact be around this is interesting because we spoke previously on the top five superhero episodes about hancock a little bit about how a you know a down and out character who's you know homeless and wh- how does that go and also this it, is pretty interesting because it's described as a dark new take on superhero movies the story was previously adapted it's a mythos comics graphic novel by shoot mark olivant and renzo podesta so it is actually based on a comic book uh i do like this concept of um you know superheroes who disappear for disappear for quite a while. And yeah, um this was filmed uh in 2019. Uh this film was filmed during 2020 in Atlanta, which is a very hot hub for a lot of superhero properties. Uh and it commenced in 2020 and it went on to highs because obviously uh COVID-19 and then resumed at the end of October 2020. It's gonna be released on Prime Video because obviously MGM is owned by Amazon now. And this comes out August 26th. We don't have a trailer for this yet but there is a poster out. It's just a simple post of like what looks like a very down and out Sylvester Stallone and the superhero version of him, which jokingly people said looks like a Black Noir from The Boys, so it's pretty funny there. But I'm really looking forward to this. I'm a you know I, I do love me a good Sylvester Stallone movie, and he's done he's done his superhero movies in the past. He's done his Judge Dredd, so there has been quite a few years since that. So we'll see how that plays out. And make sure people to put your phones on silent when you are going on a podcast because you don't want that playing out in the podcast so people going on to our next news item because obviously that was pretty much our movie section we are now going over to the games which is pretty much our the rest of our section today uh so until dawn developer has been acquired by nordisk games for a the, pre, the company previously had a stake in uh supermassive for 30.7 percent. is coming from ryan dinsdale from ign uh, part of the nordic now is part of the nordic film brand the denmark based entertainment company owns a handful of other games companies including avalanche studios the creator of just cause so again this is um this is pretty interesting i'm i'm still haven't played any of the games since until dawn because i recently i know the quarry has just come out recently and i know they have three games man of medan uh the uh the house of ashen and i remember the other one there was another one as well
1: yeah they're fairly, fairly churning them out at the moment this the one where the um american seal team gets stuck in the cave and then the creepy crawlies get them is that yeah, house the house,
0: that's the house fash. i've heard that's really yeah. good i've heard that is actually really It looked good interesting manage. yeah and it's got um actually tisdale from uh <laughs> high school musical as one of the marines i mean she's going on to do, she's going on to have a great career to be honest but that's just why i mainly know her for really um but yeah no again uh I, oh little hope that was it little hope was the name of the other game it Was the uh blair witch like creepy style game set after man and Medan. uh and i know they've got the devil the devil in uh, the devil we so basically there's a Devil game coming out soon uh and it's this first part of this trilogy this part collection Because they do have like at least eight games planned in the Dark Pictures Anthology. Which Mm -hmm. I think is interesting to have all these games planned out ahead of time. And I've heard the Quarry did quite well. Uh, So again, really look forward to seeing that. I know NMI might actually be doing a group playthrough of this and giving a review for each of the... We might be doing a Dark Anthology review series, which I think will be pretty interesting. Because obviously this is a great game to play together as a group. But yeah, uh, obviously really looking forward to seeing what happens with this acquisition until Don, uh, you know, developer is super massive is a is a great studio. And yeah, I'm really looking forward to see what happens here. Moving on people it seems that the last of us part one remake developer said it's not a cash grab because a lot of people are you know coming out and saying how like you know we had the remastered version within the last five six years i want to say and then this version is coming out about nine ten years after the original game came out did we really need a remake of the of part one this is coming from ign so an animator who worked on the last of us part one has pushed back against the idea that it's not just a cash grab or it has an idea incredible amount of care and effort put into it right i'm going to say this right I'm looking forward to this because at the end of the day, you had The Last of Us Part Two, and then you had The Last of Us Remastered. But this is called Last of Us Part One, and it is a complete ground-up remake. You know, you know, on the engine and everything It's, you know, a lot of work has gone into this game, and the the price tag is seventy dollars. But at the end of the day, if this is a complete remake, you know that that is there's a massive amount of resourcing and you know that's gone into this, and you can understand why. i telling me, you know, games are getting more expensive, but. People have said with PlayStation Plus, you know, PS5 titles eventually coming to the system later on down the line. You know, at least a year and a half later, maybe you could play the game later if that occurs. Because obviously, God of War's on there, and Spider-Man, Miles Morales is on there, which only came out a year and a bit ago, or maybe two years ago now. So maybe this will happen as well. But at the end of the day, also you got to remember, The Last of Us TV show is coming out soon. You know, the HBO show. Yeah. And I bet they're trying to make this as well, because a lot of people are going to watch that show and go, because it's HBO, it's going to be good. You know, Ch- the Chernobyl creator as well, Pedro Pascal, mm. Bella Ramsey from Game of Thrones as well. And a whole um, whole amazing group of actors in that as well, including Nick Offerman from the Parks and Rec, which makes mm. hilarious. Yeah, but it's just going like, you know, people are going to watch this TV show and go, oh, shit, there's a game. I'm going to I'm going to go play this and then they play these two games. Which are on par with each other visually. Yeah, you know, go straight to it and play this entire story. And I think, you know, why not?
1: I see where they're coming from with that. Like they're getting a potential new audience with the show, getting the game and story out there more, and keeping these games accessible and playable is absolutely worth it. Um, Allowing
2: people like me who haven't been able to play The Last of Us because I'm a PC gamer. And oh, also yeah. the, Last Us, the, Last yeah. the Last of Us Part yeah. 1 is actually coming to PC. Yes,
1: that is also a really big thing. That'll I'll soon find out thing. what the fuss is about. Yeah,
0: yeah because uh, it has stated that um, the game, which has a remake, has updated it. So, I, so obviously people are wondering if this is going to be you know, entirely... Because obviously the combat system has changed for The Last of Us Part 2 and you know enemy enemy ai was improved for the last of us part two so we're wondering like because i know there has I i don't believe there's been a ps5 version of the last of us yet part two so maybe that will come down a bit down the line that that won't be you know expensive that will just be you know a, a, probably a you know like a small 10 20 pound increase but yeah as, as james has said he's never he never got to play this some p you know because he doesn't have a console you know and to have this on pc is a great opportunity and then obviously sony has brought their playstation pc port developer now you know so obviously god of war is now on pc horizon zero dawn no doubt we'll probably see forbidden west in the future ragnarok will probably become to pc eventually as well they'll probably give it a year i'd say for at least having the game on the console and then port it to the other systems the last of us is different because everyone a lot of people are already on the Sony platform have already played this game and i think it's great that they're actually doing this and if people are going to hate on this they're not going to buy it but i bet there are a ton of people that are going to love to play this game and i'm really looking forward to see what they do i'm really looking forward to see what they do and i know neil Druckmann is working on an entirely new ip as well that they're not revealing yet so really interested and they do have because obviously the last of us part one came with a multiplayer mode but they're actually creating a full multiplayer game now separate to this obviously they revealed a bit of concept art at the state of play i want to say recently which was uh san francisco in the daytime and i'm really looking forward to see how they played out but yeah people september 2nd this comes out i believe uh, i don't know if the pc version is the exact same time we may have to double check that down the line but, yeah, again, I'm really looking forward to seeing James's opinion on this game. Like, finally getting to play. and so funny. And he's a big narrative fan as well. So, look and see how he, how he finds the narrative. Because you, you've not been spoiled at all, James, have you?
2: No, I mean, I know I, I know the first hour of a game, perhaps. And that's about it.
0: Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, the first 20 minutes are quite, quite strong in that game as well. You know, it really draws you in the first 20 minutes. So yeah, be yeah, there, people. Now, from that to Ubisoft uh skull and bones has finally got its release date uh obviously last week we had uh was announced on november 8th uh that we finally got a release date for skull and bones and that it will be coming out in i want to say it'll be coming out november 8th uh for ps5 xbox series x s stadia and pc via the epic game store and ubisoft store really i'm interested to see where this goes skull and bones was officially announced in 2017. Uh, this is coming from ign again obviously this is an offshoot of the assassin's creed 4 black flag game focusing mainly on the sailing aspect which i really did enjoy with assassin's creed black flag it was really ingenuitive so uh skull and bones players will captain their own pirate ships accept contracts gather resources and sail the high seas. While attacking merchant ships for loot different choices will influence a player's journey while going up in the pirate ranks will open a new customization for your ships uh set during the second age of piracy players can team up with up to two friends and enable pvp to face off opponents in open waters they've also promised a robust multi-year post-launch roadmap with regular updates new content activities stories challenges all for free so obviously you know i'm wondering how this will play out because i'm i'm a big pirates you know games fan i didn't you know i'm just wondering how this will play out because obviously this has been in development for a long time i've seen some of the gameplay it's interesting it looks good Uh, i know you can have also different categories of ship as well so you can have uh trailer ships and attack ships and they do have different skill levels and like you know some are faster some are quicker and yeah look it looks visually appealing i'm wondering how this will play out because obviously ubisoft have got their ubisoft forward in september on september 10th i want to say so we'll probably see more then with a lot more other titles. Please, please show us the Splinter self footage, please. And we'll see how that goes. But obviously, you know, we finally got the release date. Hopefully it will stick to that. Uh, we'll see that later on in the, the year and people moving on to the next news item it seems we have a new robocop game coming up robocop uh rogue cities which was developed is developed by Teon and published by nakon was showcased at the recent nakon showcase we got very minimal gameplay for this it sh- does show that obviously you know we will have the classic targeting system with the crosshair we will have the ed209s appearing in the game again we didn't really see a lot of this half of it was a cg trailer but it is confirmed that we are getting the full likeness of Peter Weller back and his voice as well from the looks of it. So that's interesting to And I believe there's uh, rumours this does take place after the movies and after the, uh, I believe, around uh, set up after the movies, which the city went to shit in the third. Have you ever
1: seen the third Robocop movie? I've seen the first one. I'm not sure about the other two. The
0: third one, he has a jet pack. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow.
1: Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah I can see why they've made a game out of it. Like.
0: Well, Peter, very... Weller, Peter Weller never came back for the third film like it was like oh oh, oh, oh. it was i had a robocop toy where it had like an attachment arm gun and it was it was weird to say the least but yeah i'm interested to see how this plays out the terminator game that they recently produced uh it was it was it it was it was a good game uh i will say i feel that like they are improving in the games they make because they've made the the rambo game as well now if you know of the rambo game it wasn't really well received in the community it was you know it's quite criticized but with the terminator game it had a lot of it had a lot of improvements i will say the the gun i will say the gun mechanics weren't to the level of today i'd say they were like mid early to to early to 2010s level but if you were a terminator fan it was really good like because it was set during that it was set during the future period which was you know we don't see a lot of and it was very authentic to that time period the sound effects alone were like literally watching a scene from the movie. Uh, the the get that game got an average of like five six out of ten from most from most companies. But thing is though, if they div- if they improved from the Rambo game to the Terminator game now to RoboCop, maybe down the line you know we'll see what they could do with this, and maybe it will just get better than that. I'm really interested to see what they do, to be honest. Uh, but yeah, moving on to the next news item. Speaking of Terminator, again from. Uh, the n- Nakon showcase. The n- no gameplay was shown. Sure, it was just an announcement. Uh, the studio Nakon Studio Milan is developing a open world survival game, and it's set after the events of Judgment Day and before the formation or during the formation of John Connor's resistance. This is an open world survival game. I'm in- I'm very interested in this. Like, could it be like Fallout style? Maybe like because uh, mm-hmm. Fallout is the perfect way to go to approach it.
1: Yeah, there's probably is, yeah quite a few ways you could do it. I think. Um, so this is the post-apocalyptic. So yeah, this would be the post-apocalyptic world, will not it? Rather. Than... Uh,
0: yeah, set after Judgment Day.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: But I'm hoping they pull inspiration from Terminator Salvation. People criticize that movie, but I've really enjoyed Terminator Salvation because it like it gave us Terminator eels. It gave us that massive kaiju Terminator. It gave us like you know the T600s, the camps that were shown like i watched that film and also someone thought there was a young arnie in that film i was like nah, that's cg because obviously it had the first introduction of the t800 and new cyborgs and terry mm-hmm. cruz had a very very small cameo but and christian bell's greatest john connor but no that movie did re- did expand the Terminator universe quite a bit kind of don't want to talk about the other films that came after that to be honest because they weren't they were nowhere near as good but i hopefully salvation is a source of inspiration which is uh i did not mean to do that but i think that works out quite well Uh, Yeah, but no, I think a survival game is actually a really good idea for Terminator because you are in a world where you have to survive. You you are the last of humanity.
1: Yeah, so there's quite a range of uh, robot baddies to keep things lively.
0: Well, I mean, I've played, you know, there was a game called Dark Fate on the PS2, which was you play as Kyrie during that time period. And then, obviously, you had uh, previous games where, you know, you had the Terminator 3 Rise of the Machines, where you had the T1s, which were literally just... Walking, you know, machines with uh, gallon guns on them. They just, you know, tanks with gallon guns on them. Mm. And, you know, there's so much they could do with this and i'm hoping maybe it takes place over an extended period of time so you do see the machines evolve over time and you do and i'm do you know i'm hoping it's not set in america you know maybe set in the uk or maybe it's set in you know germany or like or africa you know or australia you know somewhere completely different so different machines possibly could be around the world you know to adapt to the environment that could be how it plays robots with british accents get down get down get down put the tea down that was a terrible like try to do amalgam with a british arnie accent that was the <laughs> that was the worst thing i could possibly do but yeah no i'm really looking forward to seeing what this game does to be honest and yeah hopefully we'll we will uh, see more data now maybe maybe something at gamescom maybe something later down the line but uh moving on to our final two topics quickly though so it seems we're going to be getting the first look at what if marvel's and marvel's zombies at san diego comic-con in a few weeks time as well as uh, the panel will reveal the first look at the re the the rebirth or the the bringing back of the x-men 97 continuation series which i I cannot wait to hear that x-men music back back again in the modern era I'm i'm wondering if they'll keep the art style just as it was in the 90s they have to Because I believe that animated series never finished either. So I'm wondering if they'll continue on that story or it'll be a soft reboot. I can see what happens there. What If Zombies did end on a cliffhanger if you watched What If? So that's very interesting to see how that plays out. Obviously, Fergus hasn't had Disney Plus yet, so he doesn't know what we're going on about. Uh, James has watched What If, I believe. Yeah,
2: I have. It's really good.
0: Yeah, it was really good. And then obviously we're getting season two of What If? Which will actually include an episode from season one that wasn't finished, unfortunately, because of COVID, and it involves Gamora and Tony Stark. Because there were there are a few lingering questions about what if in season one, and I believe that will be answered in season two. So yeah, people. Uh, moving on to our final news item, which I did mention at the start of the episode, with James mentioning, uh, better call Saul. Albuquerque is an erecting is erecting statues to Walter White and Jesse Pinkman. Oh, Gotta yeah. say. Yeah, I, I got to say, you know, in a move to reveal this again from IGN, uh, the first ever a municipal statues honoring meth manufacturers, uh, the city of Albuquerque is unveiling statues dedicated to Walter White and Jesse Pinkman. All I'm going to say is, right? These statues better be blue. They you better be out. they better be blue statues. I'm sorry, but like this is the best way to go for it.
1: Is Albuquerque not have any real people of note to make statues of? Sorry, Albuquerque.
0: I mean, there is that place in Ohio, uh, I believe, where they have the, the whole James T. Kirk plaque for him in Iowa. Oh, it's Iowa. Sorry. Um, oh, it's Ohio. It's one of the two. And then you have, um, obviously, uh, Smallville in uh, can- in America with the Superman statue. So they do honor, you know, media characters. But it's interesting. Breaking Bad is a,
1: mm. is a choice.
0: Yeah, it's an interesting choice, to say the least maybe i'll go visit it when i go to when i do my american tour I, i'm gonna go see i'm gonna go see the rocky steps with rocky statue and then i'm gonna go see some jesse Pinkman jesse Pinkman and walter white in albuquerque in new mexico Because so i'm gonna be going to texas anyway so it's on the way so yeah people obviously that's an interesting news item to end on and i gotta say very random but very very looking forward to it yeah people that is the news right people after the ad break make sure to join us I'm going to hand over those reins, people, to Fergus, who's going to bring us into the world of the VTuber. And I'm going to bring up all my news, all, all my uh, information for this now so I actually know what he's going on about. But right, people, join us after the break for the VTubing with Fergus. An illegal spy agency discovers the theft of a prototype weapon. Derek, codename Confused Llama, and his handler, Frank, codename Majestic Vol, investigate the theft. A naive man with fanciful notions, Derek sets out on his inept journey to reclaim the weapon from villainous hands, unaware of the hidden tale following him. Enter the world of Confused
2: Llama, A Spy's Tale, a short comedic spy thriller
0: available on Amazon in paperback or Kindle. And welcome back, everyone, from that lovely ad break for Confused Llama, A Spice Tale, now on Kindle Kindle and Paperback by our own lovely James. Definitely go buy that up on Amazon, people. Definitely go purchase that now. Yes, people, obviously, you know, we've left left the news and now we are handing over the reins to Fergus for his first hosting role. And this is going to be an interesting topic. I know he's mom wanted to talk about this for a little bit as well. When he first presented this to me, I went, what the fuck is going on? Can we do this? uh i guess we can because it's a massive thing right now but i think Fergus is going to go into that a bit more myself or james don't really know anything about this topic so it's very interesting to have a completely parallel opinion not opinion but like idea of what's going on here but again right i'm gonna hand over these reins and i'm gonna stop talking now and hand over to fergus fergus take it away
1: hello welcome to my segment on vtubers so as nate said we're starting from the ground up here because what is a VTuber? Um, so you guys have been around Twitch, YouTube, right? You watch yeah, game streams, yeah. like yeah. people play Skyrim, that sort of thing. I mean, I've I've seen like, you know, I've seen people have like animated
0: segments because I know there are plugins which people can literally have their faces talk on, you know, animated mouths and everything. And I've considered, like, trying to figure out how to do that myself, like, you know, 2D pixel versions of us talking for video, actual videos, which would be interesting to do. But when I saw what this was, like, this was a whole other level of technology that goes into it.
1: Yes. Yes, it is. Um, so Wikipedia's definition of VTuber is a online entertainer who uses a virtual avatar generated using computer graphics. typically. Uh, Currently, this is mostly anime 3D, 2D avatars that are mapped to a real person who is streaming live, but behind the puppet or avatar of the anime character. Uh, Primarily, this is using face-tracking technology, using webcams. So it's got really advanced. Um, I think you can do some extra bits and bobs to give yourself like, specific facial expressions and stuff. But it's become quite... Um, I think people find it quite convenient to sort of be anonymous while streaming, to, you know, not get doxxed and this sort of thing. Um, so, unsurprisingly, this all started in Japan years ago uh, in 2016 with Kazuna AI. Does that ring any bells for you? Uh, Kazuna
0: AI... I'm gonna say no. I've heard of AI before, but I, I don't. I've never heard of this Kazuna.
1: So Kazuna uh, was very popular, very famous. Started in 2016. She was a virtual anime avatar using some of the baseline version of the technology. She has retired. She retired in 24th of February 2022. So she's only just retired and it was a very big event, actually. Like, people were throwing tens of thousands of pounds in the chat at her. Like, these people make a lot of money. But something that you need to bear in mind is they're not playing... So, they're characters. So, Kazuna AI character, or actual, depending on how you relate to these characters, um, she was a self-aware ai or playing a self-aware ai who played games and did chats with people okay okay that's interesting like so, so I'm, I'm
0: gonna have some I'm definitely got some questions about like the, the ramifications of this a bit down the line but so she was the
1: first you say yes i believe so first of note certainly um, Okay.
2: So i think you confused me excuse me so is this is not an ai She's not an AI, she's someone, a real... Someone pretending to be an AI.
1: Someone pretending to be a self-aware AI as a anime girl streaming games live on YouTube or the Japanese equivalent. Bilby? I mean, Bilby, I think.
0: Yeah, I so, yeah, because yeah, think about this, like, I'm presuming she made errors, like purposely how AI do, do, do does while well, I'm making the errors myself yes. as a human. But you know, because obviously, you know, maybe like, can you repeat that line or like, because the AI can't understand you or something? That'd be it'd be quite interesting if she pulled that off in the performance.
1: Yes, I think there were things like a purposeful confusion or not understanding things, or it's, it's, say playing up to the character and who was talking to her at the time um i mean she had a full-blown live concert as her sending off Do um let's say a lot of people got really behind oh
0: wait uh so okay i think kind of yeah so is this the one who had like the full 3d project not the projection version but like she, it was it wasn't just like the top half; it was like, a full body as well if i remember correctly yeah that was natural. yeah okay no i think i have heard of this uh yeah, it was a massive concert which quite shocked me when I saw this to be honest. And I was like, yeah, I think I have like I, I did see it and I was like, what the this this is gonna be interesting to say at least. Um yeah, it's it's interesting to like, because obviously we have the the 3D projection technology that did uh Tupac. Uh is that is that did it did it use the same technology as that? Or was uh, it just a no, TV? I don't think
1: she was Projected live. This is a completely virtual environment. Okay. The stage okay. is virtual, the characters are virtual, her dancing as a full body model. Um, okay. I said that these characters also exist in spaces like VR chat um, as a sort of more functional head to toe sort of model. And they sort of, you know, go
0: sure, out yeah. And yeah. explore
1: the city or go to the zoo or, you know, this sort of thing. But of course, they're quite, again, it depends who you follow, but the characters tend to be a lot very, play up to the character a lot and tend to be quite chaotic a lot of the time. Uh, We might get into that when we're just talking about specific VTubers because it's a bit of a generalisation. But yeah, Casino AI, the first. Now, there are a couple of production companies behind VTubing in general, Uh, the main one being HoloLive, otherwise known as Cover in Japan, uh which they have gathered together uh current count 68 vtubers uh in english and japanese to you know stream virtual various channels have various relationships they all tend to talk to each other collaborate this sort of thing they've all got their own unique characters and audiences and like personal relationships with the fan base this the reason you've probably not heard of it before is it has been primarily Japanese language only uh, up until maybe 2020, early 2020.
2: kind of admire a lot of these things too. It reminds me of a little bit of a really old, um, like season one Black Mirror episode, where guy was kind of doing like, a, being like, like, political kind of. It's not so much country, so it's more like... Oh, are you talking
1: about this blue dog thing that becomes yes. mayor? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as far as I'm aware, none of these VTubers have become mayor or run for political office yet. However... If Trump can do it. If Trump can do it. <laughs> it is certainly possible. Yeah. So, pre-2020 people were making clips doing translations, found translations for their favourite Japanese VTubers and it was, like you know in a niche part of the internet and so it's lockdown hit. There was a need for virtual girlfriends, so I'm going to go out and say it. That's basically what happened. This is a large function <laughs> for quite a few of these characters. Not all. There have been some controversies around this as well. Uh, <laughs> you know, pe- the parasocial relationships with virtual anime characters has become a thing.
0: I mean, I guess it's fine. You know, why not? yeah it, 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 it's a new thing <laughs> i mean is is it male and female uh or, 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 or whatever, or whatever pronoun
1: bro- yes well yes mostly female say fe well yes uh some males um whatever pronoun
0: they like to prefer basically or whatever
1: pronoun yeah or animal so again this is interesting like okay um, so, <laughs> for the human versions of the animals <laughs> So... like Bojack. Kind of. They're more humanoid. Um, okay, like
0: cat girls sort of thing. Cat like. girls.
1: Uh, have you got any questions that can make this clearer to you?
0: No, I think we... I think it's clear, it's
2: clear, I, I,
1: I, it's clear. It's just nuts. It's just going to get, to get worse.
0: I mean... <laughs> so,
1: each to one,
2: each to one.
0: one. I mean, yeah, the thing is that at the end of the day, you know, this is an interesting technology... Uh, I'm wondering if a lot of these uh, VTubers that came about with the voice acting went on to do anime. Like they actually went on to become anime voice actors. Like you know, it could be a, this. This is yeah. actually interesting. This is an ent- interesting route because you know this could be their uh, what do you call it, interview or like their their show essentially, like to actually display all the different characters they could actually portray.
1: Yes. No. Absolutely. Uh, a, no- a number of them are working as voice actors, uh, and some are releasing music as their virtual avatar to like do raps and cover songs and this sort of thing like if you know much about japanese idol culture um the kind of role of like a pop idol from the west perspective is kind of a lot more broad in japan uh so not only do you sing you dance you meet people you're generally cute and have cute interviews and this sort of thing you're generally an approachable person that people can feel that they can approach you're not just someone who stands on say stage and sings and then goes home at the end of the day is that so is think,
0: that is that primarily japanese musician would you say it's more uh, like asian because obviously i'm thinking like stuff like bts and you know that's pretty you know a lot that uh, pretty much the role i can think of in that area
1: you K-pop, somewhat similar but i don't know if it's the same extent as it is in japan I'd so, say, like, you'll get idle. I don't know how to explain it.
0: They're, they're a lot more. So basically, in they have a more rounded uh, centric of artists over there. And they, they do a lot more than the artists do in the West, essentially. They're, they're seen in yeah. more different ways than, than the West.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you're not just one thing and you go home. You just constantly exist as this.
0: They have the EGOT over there. The, I don't know, I don't know, like, you know, they're the all-rounders, like, you know, essentially. Yeah,
1: yeah, I would say so um again i think quite a lot of the especially the agency affiliated vtubers are in a similar vein but yeah because
0: be. uh, yeah because another thing like you know i because another way I could approach this because obviously it's very f- it, from the looks of i'm you know just doing do general googling as we're talking it's very fee it, it is, does look to be very female centric in regards to like the vtubers and you do have some male but there are a lot more like how so just going by um wikipedia say there's over ten thousand active vtubes but in 2020 and I pres- i'm I'd like i'd be interested to see the percentage for male to female whatever pronoun again people might use but also another question is like th- ha- obviously we discussed how anime voice actors could do this as well i'm wondering how companies might approach this in regards to taking vtubing and like i don't know goku or like you know you know big anime characters and having like mm. entire like anime sessions with these people in character
1: like that's a big that's a big thing they could do so it's funny you should mention this it has happened the yandere from school days which will probably mean nothing to you did uh a short session as the anime character as a vtuber I don't. Do you want school days are spoiled? Because it's, it's a very mid show.
0: It's not going to be a thing, I think, for it's me. not going to be a thing. To be fair, J- James is still like, I'm, I'm here, oh, no. but I, I, I'm. Yeah, that's
1: no, no, <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I, okay. So so, well, so a
2: chance of me watching it. I suppose a person of viewers. So if, if anybody
1: here wants to watch it, spoilers. Spoilers for school days. I imagine you've probably seen it already. But. Um, yeah, she m- m- murders the uh, main protagonist, shock horror, after dating him for 12 episodes, or trying to. And it was pretty, it was it was horrific. It was one of those kind of like, oh, the 13th episode is your shock twist sort of job. But she came back as a um, VTuber briefly. Uh, she didn't last, I don't think. I'm not aware of her still chatting, but I mean, she was a pretty like, proper psycho. So, you know. Anyway, yes, that, that idea has been explored. But... Jesus
0: Christ, I just googled the plot of this. What the fuck?
1: Yeah, mate. It's um Talk, it's Okay, stopped... I'm,
0: just, I'm gonna I'm going I'm going I'm gonna spoil it without spoiling it. Talk about headache of a show.
1: Yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ. Well it started out as a hentai visual novel. And then of got course, edited it down for um Of course. <laughs> edited it down for T V and just became really no. dull had some twists yeah, the, the hentai <laughs> bell has
0: been rung people the hentai bell has been rung <laughs> jesus christ we're definitely gonna have to make this episode explicit that's for sure
1: um <laughs> leave that one over there Let's yeah I like I think
0: it's Cute, twist, yeah dark
1: girls shall we <laughs> uh back to anime characters being animals the first major english language vtuber gura is a shark or is the character of a shark she's a humanoid shark um so an awful lot of fish-based jokes and she plays fish-based games and this sort of thing
0: i do have to preface people that fergus did provide us with the five ones or at least the the ones that going to be talked about with us beforehand. Oh, yeah. So we do have some ref some some uh, reference to a degree yeah
1: um
2: speak of king shark whatever you say kind like humanoid shark from the dc
1: uh i'm just going a human face but where's the shark hat? It's not quite as like.
2: Oh, uh, see, I, I, I still, I still can't visualise this human humanoid animals. I still just see, you no know, stuff you get on. When you say humanised shark, I just think of King Shark from DC Comics.
1: Uh, again, that's something that's probably uh, worth prefacing for. Shark, yeah, yeah, it's got kind of got. So again, Japanese culture, Shinto. Um... It's quite common for animals to have spirits and then them possess humans. So it's like fox deities. I think, again, this is a similar vein. So uh, just to make people aware, I
0: basically um, brought up the Guara, uh, the Guara page. So James has sure. some...
1: There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, OK.
2: So her. It's, oh, it's, it's a human wearing a shark, which he's just killed. Right, got it. No,
1: but she is a shark. As far as she's concerned, sense. in the stream,
2: it's <laughs> some okay. So, it's a human wearing a dead shark who thinks that they are now a human. So, right, okay, a little bit like this, a little, little, little bit like Disenchantment. That character, Disenchantment, he's like also a bear, wears like a bear skin.
1: Um, it's not. Hmm. It's not
2: that. I'm just. I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm just. Making really oh, bad I, I think that's
1: probably the nearest reference you're probably gonna get. <laughs> Jesus Christ, this, this
0: is a thing, isn't it, people? This is a thing.
1: Oh, this is tame. Um, again. Like she is she was the vanilla version of the ex- exploration of the Western market with this sort of stuff. Uh she's got four million subscribers on YouTube, thereabouts, and is probably earning a ton of cash. Yeah, you'd be surprised quite how much they make. Like this is primarily just donations as well. It's um people donate and subscribe and get involved.
0: Yeah, no, this is uh, this is interesting at least. I realised I've got the um the Discord up at the moment. But yeah, so uh yeah, no this uh again, like it's interesting how this came about because just looking at how like all this plays out, like just going through it, it's the tracking technology is impressive, especially like, you know, for 3D and everything. I yeah, it's
1: it's advancing every six months or so. Like the models do get updated pretty regularly and they get extra bits to track the real person's whatevers and um you know.
0: Yeah, no, definitely, definitely agree.
1: But yes, so this she's a HoloLive member. So moving on from HoloLive, there is the slightly more edgy V Shojo. Uh, which is a Californian San Francisco-based company uh, made by one of the people who initially founded Twitch and, reportedly, Nianas, uh, who will be, I guess, our next subject.
0: <laughs> okay, I could get this one. There's some Elden Ring there. I could get behind that. There's some Elden yes. Ring.
1: So she is a eldritch horror sent to the planet Earth to, sent to consume all humanity and destroy everything, uh, but fell in love with humanity after getting, I believe, um, taken out by Iron Mouse, who we will get to at the end, because she's important. And she decided to settle on Earth and become a cat girl VTuber streamer to make ends meet. Um, as you can imagine, this can get quite dark, and the humor is dark. And yeah. <laughs> you, okay, you, you so need a bit she... of a run up to this one, I think. But, I, I um... do,
0: I do like the fact you're in her streams, like on the YouTube. Like we're looking at her YouTube. This is the Elden Ring adventures with her uh, Nianas and Iron Mouse. Uh, they do include like 2D animations on screen as well during the gameplay. That's that's quite good as well. That's 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 quite fun. What yeah. right, cool. Yeah. And again, it's Elden Ring, so it is going to get dark, nonetheless.
1: Yeah. So again, bear in mind, she's a, as far as she's concerned, she's a. So, oh dear, the, the, the milking stream <laughs> was Christ. just beyond. Like, these guys do like to push the limits of what is allowed on Twitch and YouTube. Um, Twitch definitely has stricter conditions than YouTube does. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, Nate is watching the Niana's um, yeah, milking stream.
0: Nope. Nope. Nate is turning that off.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they had to row back a bit from that one, I think. But there's a VTuber called Hajime who has uh, massive boobas. Okay. Uh, But because of Twitch rules, um, she was banned for having two bigger boobs um, because Twitch cares about that. Uh, So now streams with a uh, Bible over her boobs in protest of this. (laughs) Best way to be,
0: I guess. That's the best way to be.
1: So Um, they definitely very,
0: the
1: the point here is they very much push the boundaries of what is acceptable by, a you know, it gets a bit political because I think because they're primarily, identities are formed in, the east and that has a bit of um what is acceptable in japan is not acceptable in california and the rules for the platforms are dictated in california not japan which has become a bit of an issue and i think the vtubers have kind of or at least some have become a bit of a pawn in this battle um
0: yeah no no doubt i mean um just looking here so there i'm I'm gonna butcher this name now uh nabase kokoro uh the vtuber is a representative for the japanese corporation roto pharmaceutical like you know it's getting to this level where i'm going on the wikipedia page here just reading this stuff out like japanese vtubers ayapan and yayami uh i hope i pronounced that correctly or jajami uh were invited by the brazilian embassy in tokyo japan in november to present their content made for the brazilian public and how vtuber works where, where they had a meeting with the ambassador Eduardo, Eduardo Paez Ceballo, uh, Ce- I, I'm If I butcher these names, I do apologize. Being the first contact of VTubers with a Brazilian authority. This is like, it is getting to a point where I feel in the future, because obviously Blade Runner 2049 is a good, like it's not like VTuber, but you have entirely virtual women. You, you, you yeah. Know you know um, and you know there's entirely there's a really interesting visually shot scene in that movie that plays out and how how that works which i thought was amazing but how they actually filmed that but in regards to like you know how virtual reality works especially in regards to you know this kind of culture it's interesting how it it's going to bleed out further because obviously japanese culture is an asian culture is bleeding out into the west a lot quicker than it used to Obviously, Mm. you know, it started in the early 2000s, but it's been coming a lot quicker now. I'm wondering how long it will be before this becomes very popular in the West.
1: Yeah, I certainly in my spheres, it's very popular.
0: But I mean, I mean, I mean, mainstream Western popular because, yeah. I don't know,
1: like, I'm still struggling to get mainstream people to even accept, like, baseline anime, which you need to go far beyond to get into YouTubers, especially, like, the Nyanas level of stuff.
0: I mean, there's different <laughs> levels of anime as well. If if you go to that level, though, because you know you have yeah. Dragon Balls in Ner- Naruto, and then you have some very fucked up shit later on as you go further down the line. So, you know, I think I think it's just the levels you go within it, really. Like because as as we said before, you know, you could take anime characters who have already been to the west, like big Western culture, you know, and because I know Latin America and like you know the Spanish speak a lot, of Spanish speaking countries love Dragon Ball. Like i obsessed mm-hmm. with Dragon Ball. And there were stadiums full for the final Dragon Ball Super episodes. Mm. If you did like, you know, this sort of thing with Dragon Ball characters, maybe, maybe, maybe that pulls it further over here or whatnot. But that that's a, that's just the way it goes. And obviously you had over 10,000 active in 2020 alone. That number's probably gone up
1: since then. Yeah, hopefully- not that many last very long. It's worth pointing out. I think there's an elite few that make it more than a couple of months, I would say.
0: Also, the technology is evolving as well. Mm -hmm. So this, because obviously with Ready Player One, you had full motion capture suits. You know, this is a whole other. This is a whole other thing that comes down the line in facial technology. Because obviously, we're at a point now where in film you could capture every every reaction in someone's eye. You know, that that detailed. Yeah. Could we get into a point of five to ten years where this is the norm on social? Because we have deep fakes now. We have all this stuff which is so realistic. Is it going to get to a point where cameras can pick up this amount of tracking, like, with, with this sort of technology later on? And it could be adapted to a whole other different, you know, the, how, there are certain technologies which which basically, how can I put this? They, this, I can't believe I'm going to say this. When it came to uh, certain, like, technologies, certain areas of media pushed certain technologies further so blu-ray and uh hd dvd certain fields i'm not going to go into it too much but they pushed it technology further and that's where it went one way could it be like this sort of technology which is going to push like virtual reality quicker you know or at least have a very big contributing factor into that
1: i think so i think well hmm so they're all beginning to cross over into the world of uh vr chat and the like what the future for that kind of environment is is very much unknown at this point in time i mean maybe if we all start hanging out in vr chat as standard as these sort of avatars then maybe that's this would be a precursor of it but you've got to bear in mind this is technology built around creating anime characters so we would all be anime characters. I
0: mean, again, you know, this this can definitely be adapted as we go down the line and whatnot. So,
1: yeah, is your ambition, Fergus, for the whole
2: of NMI to become basically VTubers, and we all have our own little anime kind of
1: characters? I don't see why. Well. That, James, that's not put a lot of technological pressure so on me at all. We could. I, again, it's worth pointing out we don't know who the real people behind these characters are at all. Like. If, like we just don't know it is a very effective way of anonymizing the people behind it because as far as anyone wants to be concerned and is concerned they are, Nyanas is Nyanas from sure. space yeah, that's fine so
0: i mean the things that i say yeah. adapting the technology can play out really well though, and i think it's very interesting to see what we do there you were going to go on to uh, someone else though, if i'm correct
1: uh, do we want to go straight to iron mouse because there's a couple of others that are probably worth mentioning I think it'd be good to do um, yeah let's let's let's, let's run
0: to iron mouse Because yeah. uh, i did see that video okay. you posted everywhere these nuts joke gets mentioned that uh, that that did get me to be honest like basically um uh, basically okay. james there's a joke where a guy comes on i don't know the, the person's name and he's like oh yeah have you watched this anime and he's like oh yeah and do you know about this whole narrative of these nuts and then um uh sorry about these or something and then this person goes on screen i don't i don't know about these and then everyone just goes these nuts and oh god the whole audience
1: just it's it's a standard joke uh this will take some explaining uh starting with iron mouse herself again is Very famous. Uh, 1.24 million followers currently. Has been active since 2017, but is coming into her own roundabout now. Uh, A Puerto Rican VTuber, um, part of the Shoujo group uh, as of 2020-ish. She has... Well, so... uh, Right. (sighs) Okay. So, the person behind Iron Mouse is largely bedridden with a immuno disorder but vtubing is letting her become one of the most famous online celebrities out there because she's because lockdown has you know forced a virtual incursion environment to exist and it's it, it is absolutely brilliant in terms of like making the world accessible to you know what i mean yeah. yeah no no i definitely get it. i think this is definitely where
0: you know the whole aspect of like you know adapting this technology in the future because as you literally just said she is um bed red due to an autoimmune autoimmune disorder and you know this could play out for a lot of people like who have you know mobility issues later down the line they could they could become these characters they wish to be and also this could be adapted into um because obviously we have certain technology now where you could play video games with your eyes you know you could we, hmm. we are at that point now with technology where certain these applications can come in i be mean, uh yeah you could there's certain technologies we could do that and um I just think it's interesting how, how as said, you know, you have the Ready Player One aspect of how you could put motion capture suits, and you know, people who don't, who can't walk or have other mobility issues or autoimmune issues. Again, this would be great for them because they may, they may want to take on a persona of like, you know, what they want to be, and you know, don't get me wrong, mm. be who you wish to be, people. Empower yourselves. It's always good to empower yourselves. It's always good to do that, you know. But it's interesting to see like this technology. And no
1: doubt it's the, it's the confidence it's giving them as well. Oh, massively. She's a very confident lady. <laughs>
0: oh, I, I heard the giggles alone. The giggles were hilarious, to be honest.
1: She's a great singer as well. She, as I say, has done very well over her V ten years since 2020. Uh, v Shoujo at this year's Anime Expo had a physical booth that we need to talk about. So people were. Is- Pretty similar to Comic-Con. People would turn up to panels and meet their favourite stars and what have you. But the VTubers, all on iPads. Or iPads on wheels with cameras on. So some of them were roaming the convention floor, uh, meeting and greeting people as their virtual avatar, which there are some interesting videos and interactions there, I have to say. Yeah, so people would line up to um, meet their favourite VTuber. And they would interact with them on the screen. They so said they would roam around the shop floor and do panels and interact live with their in real life audience who had in real life come to see them. Okay, that's interesting.
0: Like it's it's interesting to see how like you know this this plays out. To be honest, because meeting virtual characters at a con when you could just do it virtually and like a, a virtual group session is interesting. Like people physically going to places to meet these people.
1: Yes, but they, they, they've filled out the equivalent of Comic Con's main stage. So thousands of people. Uh, that's where that truck, it was Truck-kun with the D's Nuts joke. Sure, sure. That's where that comes from. The uh, Iron Mouse panel from uh, Anime Expo. Sea Dog VA is um, an, like an in real life catalyst for them for this new era of post COVID, post lockdown virtual environment in real life sort of situation like it's very interesting to see where this is going to go um it's, it's like the, the anime Expo's the first that i'm aware of that this has been attempted to be done and it sounds like it was very successful okay okay um, so i mean I'm, I'm wondering how this will play out because obviously you know with
0: with the popularity of this uh, you're talking comic-con level like expansion of the, these characters yeah that's insane to me like that is genuinely insane. Yeah. Like I, I can like even gen, not normal voice actors. Like I don't know, you know, your I can only go off of English voice actors. But you know, your Sean, your Sean Schmiels and you know, you're Christian Sabat, and you, you know, all these different, or, yeah. even, even video games, like Troy, Troy Baker, Troy Baker, Baker, and stuff like that. You know, I couldn't think you could fill an entire like Comic Con level size full of room for them
1: mcm comic-con was struggling even with the um last airbender cast thing is though i think
0: it's a case that that's like, that's britain though like I, f- I think it's different depending like i'm guessing in america it's probably different than britain
1: yeah admittedly no vtubers turned up to mcm comic-con sadly if you're listening comic-con
0: <laughs> oh, okay so l- let's let's ask you this fergus where, where could you could see this all going in the next few years
1: i Not sure. It's really difficult. So the idea that vtubers can go on just like Comic Con floor and zoom around is great, but I think the iPads were starting to be harassed and like cornered and stuff. Doing panel like live panels, like Iron Mouse's live panel at Anime Expo, I think that is a lot more legitimate. Legitimately doable.
2: It's definitely it's definitely good for people, as you as you mentioned before, who um, are disabled or you no know, can't get out of the house too much. It's a good way for them to kind of get out and about, uh, perhaps. You no, know, introduce to the public. It kind of might kind of minds. That's one of the things I'm thinking of. I think think more, more applications around that front Might be good.
1: Yeah, it's, it's there's it's the whole issue of whether you want to be anonymous or not, because I say the, these VTubers do only exist as their Avatar as Iron Mouse is the devil, yeah. uh, literally, as far as she's concerned, or Gura is a shark, literally, as far as she's concerned, or nyanas is an eldritch Chora who's a cat, as far as she's concerned. Like, I mean, I understand there are real people behind it, but a lot of people don't. I mean, okay, let, let's put it this way, right? There are
0: actors who go into method roles who literally take take on the yes. Persona for months on end and get get engrossed in those people and they get paid millions to do that so what is you know what is wrong with this
1: Uh, absolutely nothing but if I say if you wanted as an actual person to use this as a way to get out and be known as that person this is not the way to do it this is quite an effective way of anonymizing yourself and saving yourself a shit ton of harassment whilst having millions of viewers uh it's a good way for getting yourself out there as an anime character to play a method acting character six hours a day on stream to make, um, I think, Kason has recently publicly announced she's making about 100k uh, US dollars a month, and she's only just been introduced to the scene. So who knows what the likes of Iron Mouse is making? Jesus Christ. And she's in Puerto Rico. We're in the wrong business. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's it's big business. Um, As to where it's going to go, I really don't know. I hope it survives post-COVID. Because the po- the COVID boom was a really big boom.
0: I think this will. Um, I, th- I definitely think this will. I think like to be honest, you, it's not fully gone. And also, I think also it's brought out like a lot of people have had a lot more and un- understood themselves more during COVID. Or uh, hobbies, or uh, you know, figured themselves out, and also developed new new mm. new interests and whatnot. And this is probably something that probably caught a lot of people. To be honest.
1: Yeah. No. Absolutely. People have got so um, people are dropping thousands of dollars at a time in the super chats which is please read my chat basically and then get like personalized videos and stuff so uh, people are very captivated like you know there are very aggressive super fans out there i mean you're gonna have
0: that in any community to be honest like any any community you're going to yeah. have those sorts of fans in but at the end of the day you know as long as you keep it wholesome and you know you have a good time and hilarious time and also just have a joke with it because i guess that i listened to this uh this video with, like iron Mouse and- these and that did make me go. as soon as i saw it, i was i was like okay that that is actually quite funny to be honest and you know you could be in you know you could you could take this into an entirely different genres you don't have to just be a vtuber to speak to people you could be a vtuber comedian like i could see entire you mm. know netflix specials happening down the line where it's just an entirely virtual comedy show
1: um so iron mouse runs a vtuber only version of like the saturday night show like uh, one of those sit down on my couch and we'll chat about random stuff like american style tv shows
0: okay okay
1: um speak of the devil i think it's called um so she's the host and like new youtube um vtubers come on every week month or so uh some interesting things so when she has a actual real life person on they're on an ipad on the sofa okay so
0: they flip it out <laughs> that's uh that's that's an interesting take to be honest to, uh, to actually flip that like, that's actually pretty cool okay yeah so basically we got, we got, we got
1: chris we
0: got, yeah we've got an yeah. interview called i interviewed myself aka chris broad and the speak the devil episode 14 we're just uh, skipping through the video now just to get an idea but
1: yeah no there is a joke that chris broad is iron mouse because they've never been seen in the same room together okay um which is something that does happen again there are uh, in real life versions of streams so imagine this video uh speak of the devil but reversed so the hosts are real but the vtubers not even necessarily on an ipad anymore like appearing to be sitting next to the in real life hosts yeah that's a good one i think she's on an ipad yeah so uh,
0: i'm just i'm just checking out now uh, i spent a day with vtubers by anthony anthony uh, Padale, uh padilla i do actually really recommend this guy because he does a lot of different youtube videos Where he actually gets where he actually sits down with a lot of different people a lot of different communities such as like um dissociative identity disorder people endomitosis um like down syndrome people which was a really lovely uh, lovely episode to uh watch and just just really understand this community's better he's he's a really really good person who like gives these like really great interviews like I really recommend going to watch with Ant- Anthony uh, Padilla I do recommend that people but yeah no uh, just going back to the uh, episode now
1: so there's um this IRL VRL crossover is beginning to happen on YouTube say so it was like actual real life touchable at anime expo so i'm not sure of any future plans but of that happening again but i'm sure it will so this crossover between animated virtual live streamed environment and the real world is that line is getting very blurred
0: right now yeah yes it is very much so I um I'm just we're just looking at a video now. Definitely getting blurred. That's definitely for sure. Uh yes, I I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna come off this video right now and go to something else. Uh yeah no um <laughs> but no it's 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 really interesting. Like you know root this is um this going to be honest and like I feel that with the I've, COVID has really introduced a lot of different. Great don't get me wrong. It was a very terrible terrible time. But it's also allowed people to also figure out figure themselves out during that period and, like, you know, bring new technologies out and, like, new, people approach new things. And Vtubing is in it. I, I definitely think I'll definitely check this out more. I, I'd be interested to see the more the male side of this as well. Like, we have seen a lot of female centric Vtubers and obviously seeing how this actually. I'll just send you a couple of links.
1: I'll send you. Yeah, links. We'll, we'll,
0: we'll, we will do that off air, people. But I definitely think, with in regards to Vtubing, um, this could definitely evolve into something else. And I have definitely think this is great for people, you know, who, do, who may have a confidence issue in person or do have like a mobility issue or a disability or, you know, so which prevents them from socializing in person. Because, you know, you do have a lot of these people who just want to be social people but want to have a great time but are, can be socially, you know, you have a lot of social issues doing that. And I feel this is a great way to approach. And if they could take on these personas, which a lot of people do, actors do it every day. And make, make a good profit from it, but make some great time and great fun in the process. I think that's a really good thing to do. Uh, wrapping up, Fergus, what would, your, what would your VTuber name be? And what, 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 what would you be? Have you ever
1: thought about this? Uh, I did briefly experiment with this. I found the one of the original versions of the software that they're now using. I was using a stock lizard head uh, for a bit. I started turning up to D&D games as this lizard. Um I don't know about name. That's that's another great way.
0: Like D and D would be great virtually if you know, to to create your, yeah. your characters virtually would be would be a great way of doing it. Yeah,
1: yeah, I think so. That's how I intended to use it originally. Um but Again, know. people,
0: you know, you could take one thing and adapt it into many, many other different things. It doesn't just have to be one thing. It could be it could be a great thing for the not that it's not a great thing now, it's a great thing for many people and it looks really fun. I think I do it myself. Um, I'd be, to be honest, with you, I do actually have the personality to do it, to be honest. But uh, you never know. I might I'd be out there already. No, I'm joking. I'm not. Uh, I'd be, I'd be, what a twist. Turns out I've actually been one of the original VTubers
1: the entire time. I'm not people. It's just a joke. Though. You would, He would never be able to tell us if he was a signed, contracted VTuber. No,
0: I... I yeah, no. Uh, so what, what would your name be, Fergus? What would your VTuber name be? VTuber name? Lizzo? I think wow, Lizzo. So you're gonna steal the musical artist name from Lizzo, the artist. Oh, is that? Yeah, there? I don't know. Yeah, very popular music artist. Oh,
1: Lizzo then?
0: Lizzo, okay, lizardo, oh, Okay, well, I'll uh, we'll go with that. Yeah, I'm sure that will become... coming. What? Should sh- <laughs> sh- sh- we give James a VTuber name? And um, let- let- should we make James a VTuber character? Got
2: <laughs> no idea. What? J-Mine or I suppose what? What kind of? Animals, what what would you be like?
0: What would I be? Oh, back to you. I guess I'd be a bear because I do get associated because I'm big and hairy, so I guess that's uh, you know, a bear would be a um, what uh, okay, Alex Growski, okay, Alex Growski. Mm-hmm. I think that works quite well.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna turn, I've got an no idea for myself to so turn this back to you guys. What do you think I should be?
0: Well, what would, what, what, what would your spirit animal be, James? Let, let's,
1: that's let's, a- let's. That's a really good question. Probably a sloth. Sloth. Sloth VTuber. I don't think I know any sloth youtubers. Let's
0: let's call you, let's call you Joff. Joff,
1: <laughs> Joff, Joff, the, Joff sloth. the Sloth VTuber. Yeah, look,
2: but I've not seen the series. You know, it's good, but it's a little bit too close to Joffrey. He was a, uh, I gather wasn't a uh,
1: great guy. <laughs> Nobody remembers that series. I mean, great actor,
0: not a great character. But uh, yeah, let, let's, let's go with Joff the Sloth.
2: For James or, I could, or, or I could or I could play on that character and call myself Sloffrey.
0: Sloff slothry. <laughs> yeah, I love this. I yeah. love this. Uh, I think people, I may have to create some pixel versions for our characters when we release the episode, or maybe just after onto the air. And maybe you can give us voting and give us your and give us your opinions of what we uh, look like, people. Maybe that would quite be an interesting thing to do. But any any final any final comments, Fergus,
1: before we wrap up? Um. Yeah. I mean, go out. Find the VTuber that works for you, because, I mean, there are, like, everything from ugly bastard VTubers to moth VTubers to ant VTubers to fairly normal VTubers. (laughs) Like, there is something for everyone out there, and they have, like, associated communities, which is worth exploring. Um, I've definitely discovered quite a lot via VTubers over the past couple of years but as, as i say it might not be for everyone but definitely give it a shot and don't fear the vtuber
0: fear the pain no i'm joking uh but no i think like going off of my final forwards, I, I i definitely think people should check this out but also i've definitely think this is going to be adapted into other genres so as we mentioned as you know it's just talked about D could be a very interesting where this could go or virtual comedy shows like as you've said there's also virtual you know talk shows already but netflix could do virtual comedy shows in the lane in the end down the line as well we're getting a lot more asian programming on netflix nowadays to so be interested to do but thank you for bringing this topic fergus it's uh we've definitely uh bounced around the uh the age restriction level i'd say a bit uh
1: yes do some bleeping and uh re- <laughs> age restrict this video Oh, this luckily we're not monetized so we don't have to worry about that one
0: luckily uh well v-tubing is all um uh, you know legal So there's no issue with that but yeah people uh thank you folks hopefully you had a great time in your first hosting role
1: yes i'm very glad that i could introduce you to to the wonderful world of he he's been wanted
0: to do this for a while people so yeah uh we were originally going for half an hour but we definitely wanted to give you a lovely lovely Good segment of uh, episode for VTubing. And again, I want to thank Fugs for taking the hosting responsibilities for this second half of the episode.
1: My pleasure. Right,
0: people. That is it, people. That is the end of the episode. I want to thank you all for joining us today. Obviously, that was a very interesting topic. Uh I didn't expect some of the things that came out of that really did not expect the things that came out of that to say the least. I've also just learned that we can share video while we're doing a Discord episode, Discord recording. So we'll definitely be doing that in the future. I think that's really good to have. So, yeah, people, obviously, if you want to get in contact with us with any questions, queries, compliments, your favorite VTuber is what your VTuber name may be, or any VTuber suggestions you might have for us, please email us at NMIPodcastoutlook.com. That's nmipodcastatoutlook.com. Uh Search for us on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, all your listening platforms. On NMI dash when you need more info, search for our socials at NMIcast for Twitter and Instagram. That's at NMIcast. You can also go on our link tree to get every uh, social uh, link you can for all the audio and social links for at NMIcast. Again, I've been your host Nate. I want to again thanks James and Fergus for joining me today. Yes
1: thank you for having me
0: right everyone stay safe and we will speak to you next week or we will be doing some interesting conversations next week for possible unique video games or unique tv shows or basically we'll be looking at one of those topics next week and then after that we have the comic-con on the horizon people so look for a special extra long uh well maybe not extra but like extra packed comic-con episode coming down the line i've been your host nate stay safe everyone speak to you next week everyone Bye-bye. bye
1: bye bye